Hey, it's Scott McIntyre. And Christina McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. Most of you listening know that in addition to being blind, Scott has undergone two kidney transplants. We've shared those struggles many times publicly over the years, but I'll bet you didn't know that there are actually a lot of difficult situations Scott and I have walked through together that we haven't talked about. Yeah, some things we've dealt with in our marriage and family are a lot more personal. And in this day and age of oversharing, it seems like sometimes it's a good idea to not always dwell on the depth of our problems, but rather recognize that as humans, we have all suffered and that that common experience can position us as Christians to be able to share about God's goodness in the midst of struggles. So true. I do remember just before we got married, we found out that Scott's first kidney transplant wasn't going to last decades as we'd originally hoped. Instead of anticipating that maybe transplant number two would be when we were empty nesters, we learned it was probably going to happen before we even had kids. It was difficult for me, especially living that reality, while at the same time hearing Scott share at events and in interviews about the blessing of that first transplant and hearing the congratulations of people around us. There was a tension there. For three years, he was slowly becoming ill, but until he was sick enough to be put back on the waiting list for a transplant, there wasn't much to share with anyone except people who were very close to us. I remember it was a huge relief for Christina, especially, to finally be able to share what had been going on behind the scenes for so long. It's a good reminder to all of us that suffering may be happening where we least expect it and to have compassion as we engage with those around us. When we go through really difficult seasons, the kind when it seems like the hardships just keep coming and we wonder how much more we can take, there's one piece of advice that while it's probably well-intentioned, is not helpful. It's actually an unbiblical perspective that can add confusion to an already painful journey. Now, God's word does offer incredible hope and encouragement for times when we feel struck down and crushed. But one thing it doesn't say is that God will never give us more than we can handle. In fact, there's a case to be made for the opposite. Remember the life of Job in the Old Testament. He suffered so many devastating blows that he begged for death. And when we look at what the disciples endured in the first century church, including things like stoning, lashings, shipwrecks, repeated wrongful imprisonment, and more, we have to admit that there's no possible way they could have handled all of that without some supernatural help. In our own journey, Scott and I know what it feels like to be handed devastating life circumstances. And though we're certainly thankful to be in a relatively peaceful time right now, there's a very important lesson we learned in those places of utter powerlessness. We learned that God's grace really is sufficient. We're still standing even though time after time we couldn't get up in our own strength. The Apostle Paul suffered more persecution and torture than I can imagine, and God prepared him for it by reminding Paul of his insufficiency. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul recounts an incredible vision he's had in which he's given divine revelation, the type of experience that could cause someone to feel overly self-confident, I'm sure. So let's really soak up what he says in verses 7 through 10. This is such an important passage, as I've said before. 
So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Being content in weakness and hardships doesn't come naturally for most of us, but God's word shows us that it's in these very things where we can experience his grace and his power the most. Yeah, his grace is not only sufficient, but it's a gift. We don't earn God's grace with good behavior, which is a good thing since I'm not always on my best behavior when things aren't going my way. That's right. In fact, that's part of the definition of God's grace. While in his mercy, he does not give us what we deserve, in his grace, he gives us blessings and goodness and strength we don't deserve. God shows grace in giving and sustaining life, providing for our needs and giving us strength to endure what we cannot handle on our own. When God allows situations to become so overwhelming and bigger than we know what to do with, he is able to show us the power of his grace. He shows us that he's in control. God's great desire is that we know him. He's gone to great lengths to reconcile us to himself, to pull us into relationship with him. He longs to show himself faithful to his children, especially by empowering us with his strength during our hardest times. While we're finishing this portion of human history, we are warned that this world will include tribulation. But look at what Jesus reminds us of in John chapter 16, verse 33. He says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus didn't say, in the world you will have tribulation, but it will never be more than you can handle. He reminds us that he has handled it. And by God's all-sufficient grace, we can overcome. Learning to trust in God's sufficient grace doesn't mean we won't feel pain or cry out for help in our hard times, but it does mean we can find a deep and abiding peace and hope, even contentment, as Paul explains in Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. He says, Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Who strengthens us? Christ. Whose strength gets us through? Christ's. If you're walking through especially difficult circumstances right now, we pray you will find your confidence and even contentment in his amazing grace. It's all we need. You can get in touch with us on scottmcintyre.com. We would love to hear how God is encouraging you right now.